0: This is SAFM Sport. Let's start off by looking back at the rugby. Stefan Terblanche joins us on the line. Good evening, Stefan. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight.
1: Good evening and thank you very much for having me. Good evening to all the listeners.
0: Thanks, Stefan. Boxed by three points against Wales. Was it too close for comfort or did you expect that before the game? (laughs) No, I didn't
1: expect that at all. and It wasn't because I was arrogant. I was just confident that the South African team would do well. You know, especially after, you know, having not played in South Africa for so long with COVID, a full loft is first felt. I was very, very fortunate to be there and, and enjoy the day. It was a great atmosphere. But yes, three, three points is a little bit too close for comfort. But just remember, it is our first game after a long day long time off. Uh, we we got a few new combinations and I think, you know, for, to come back from, I always like to look at the positives, to come back from 18-3 down at halftime and to win that game speaks volumes for this team.
0: And and Wells seemed to take the game to the box, Stefan, in the first half. Very physical, very aggressive. What did you make of that game plan? Because Dan Bigger came out and admitted that that was the game plan, just to be up in their faces all the time.
1: Absolutely, and they got it spot on and they scored the two tries in the first half as well. Uh, resented a uh, great finish at the end, and they did. I think, you know, teams over the years who've beaten the box, they do take the game, and they did take the game to the box, and that's how you get results. You know, when you get in into spring walks, you know we're going to come your way. Beat Packer forwards, the bomb scot's going to come on. And if you match them with power, with fire for fire, you, you've got a chance of winning their game. And the Wales game so, so close on doing that on Saturdays. You know, take you had to talk to them often... The the overseas teams, especially the Northern Hemisphere teams, talk about the size and the power and the strength of the African Packer forwards. And Saturday, for a very long period of that game, the Welsh was able to match us blow for blow in the forwards.
0: So would you say that game plan caught the box by surprise or like you said, it was a first game after a while and they were a bit rusty?
1: I would say more, actually. I wouldn't say it caught them by surprise because the, the, the box know that if you want to play against the springboks, like I said, you have to match them physically up front. I think what caught them by surprise is they didn't get to wear... The Welsh uh, pack of forwards down like they were hoping to. And, and the Welsh, you know, blow for blow, they were very right to the end of the game. So I think hats off again to the to the Welsh. They came out with a great game plan, but often most teams have a game plan and a great game plan, but you have to still execute it. And they executed very well on Saturday at Loftus.
0: But some have raised concerns about this game plan now, about the aggressiveness of the Welsh and, and how low the tackles were also. Are those concerns justified? Yeah,
1: look, I think if you're a African supporter, some of those tackles you might you might question, not because they were low, but because maybe, you know, a, a tucked arm or not they call them grass cutters. They're yeah. very dangerous. In fact, they can cause serious injury to to attacking players. But you know, some of them were reviewed. the the referee and the TMO had a look at them and I think they got it they got it right most of the time. They were very low, very aggressive and you know, that's part of the game, aggressiveness. I mean that's that's how you win rugby games, all within the rules of the game. A lot of those review that's it, and and they got the the rubber, the green for the loss. But well, they did defend very, very well. And said the physical aspect they brought to Loftus on, on Saturday was uh you know, was
0: was world class. Is it safe to say their ill-discipline let them down? I think there were four yellow cards there, and they didn't make excuses after the game, though. They didn't make excuses. No, no I, I don't think. Yeah, discipline, when you defend for long periods of
1: time, you will more than likely concede more pen- penalties because mm. it is just the way that, that game works, especially when you're on your line. Uh, but I think, again, the referee, the Georgian, I think it is a big him to ref, especially as a world champion against Wales, but also in the atmosphere and the, the, the hostility of the crowd at Loftus is a very intimidating stadium for players and for referees alike. So for him it was it was a tough day at the office and mm-hmm. those you know, things happen at, at speed. At that level, at, at test match level, you have a split season, a second to make a decision as a player and also as a referee.
0: Interesting there. We are speaking to Stefan Blanche for those who are just joining us from a Bok fullback just to look back at his thoughts on the 32-29 win against Wales on uh, sat- last Saturday at Loftus. They have moved the box to Bloom. They moved yesterday to set up base there but Wales will only leave on Thursday uh, to go to Bloom. Can we read anything into that, Stefan? That Wales are only leaving on Thursday. Does it matter? No, I don't think it really matters. They probably
1: decided to they would stay. They regrouped to the you know, have a good base and, and then move down there. The altitude doesn't play uh, uh, uh issue or will, will not be an issue at all this weekend. But settled at uh, Pretoria, altitude is actually higher than, than Rue Fontaine. So no, I don't think uh, that'll make any difference. Pretty similar conditions. You know, the weather might be a little bit colder in Rue Fontaine during nighttime, a little bit cooler during the game when you play. But uh, no, I don't see, I don't read too much into that.
0: You mentioned the bench earlier on, how things changed for the box in the second half. What did you make of the decision to remove Elton at half time?
1: You know, Elton wasn't having a game, and I think, you know, the spring box and the coaching himself and the management staff and, and Elton himself would well, have meant that thing wasn't going his way. The kicks didn't go exactly yeah. where he wanted to go. Then the goal kicking, he missed one against the upright, which is a difficult first kick for him. to kick one into. Uh, Tried to go for the corner and uh, overcooked it a bit. One or two of his positional kicks wasn't going well. So, you know, you get some of those games. And it's not not all overnight and in one game turn into a terrible player. He's played 40-odd test matches for Sardis. He's just didn't play well on the day. So I think it was probably the right call. You know, you could have hung on a little bit longer hoping. And you always do that at that level. You know, the players are all put and you sometimes hope that they will just pull it together later and and make the big calls, get it right. But it just not happening for else another day. And there's no, you know, there's no not pointing fingers at the guy. <laughs> Every single player from the greats, they will have a day when things just doesn't go their way. That a good call, a very brave call by the Springbok management and their coaching staff. Uh, with uh payment moving to fly up He of course played most of his rugby this year for the stormers at twelve and fifty mm-hmm. and then also with no and I say a real goal kicker. He kicked exceptionally well but he doesn't kick for Western province and the stormers so he's the second second goal kicker there. So to go into a second half eighty three down with no goal kicker like a pull out for instance or a hooked you know they they they're real kickers. I mean I think he did an exceptional job. Brave, brave call. But well, I think the U you Minaba know, and his coaching staff were just desperate just to try something else to try and see if they could get that momentum going. And maybe He played exceptionally well, Willems say so he kicked that last penalty and people say, Yeah, oh, it's not far and it wasn't, you know, too much of an angle, but it's thought to get that twenty nine all, you know, in a in a test match like that it speaks volumes of of playing an excellent game.
0: But shh, shh, doesn't that give the coach a big headache now? Because um, Willie played very well when he came on at full back, and so did Damien at 10. What do you do now as a coach for the second test?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's a nice problem to have. You know, Even It's a <laughs> headache. You know, What do you do now? Do you give, also, you bring Alton into As I said, you just don't turn into a bad player overnight, mm. because you have one back and uh Do you give Alton another go? Do you give Willens there at 15? Do you take... Him down, put him on the bench, give Billy another go at fullback. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a very interesting uh, dilemma to have, but as I said, it's a good problem to have. you rather have too many good players putting out their hands to, to play in that position. And also, we, we didn't speak about Billy, but you just mentioned him mm. there. You know, I thought he had been XM game for so long, especially at the World Cup you know, a few other games. Longest year you know, against the British and Irish lines also didn't have a good series, but he played very well when he came on, on Saturday.
0: Okay, we are speaking to Stefan Blanche. Do send us your voice notes 061-4104-107. We'll just take a quick break and we'll come back after this break. This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. Good evening, SAFM. It's Monday like a sermon, Deep Slot. I don't know whether it's because of not playing in front of the fans for a longest time. The springbok was shocking, Elton judges was shocking on the first half, Vesey on the first half was shocking, uh, I don't know how did Wales manage to score a try with, with 14 men just before the end of the first half, and I don't know how did they manage to score that try before the end of the game with 13 men after we have changed our front line we have put powerful guys like uh, like Malcolm uh, Marx and and kechoff the game was just shocking <laughs> okay straight to the point there not missing his words Stefan you said you like to look at the positives but what lessons do the box take out of this uh, of, of this win?
1: I think maybe all of us were a little bit overconfident because I was at Loftus before the game. Mm It's a great build-up to the game. Everybody was talking about 15 to 20 points, including myself. So maybe we should give the Vals a little bit more credit for their performance on the weekend. Look, it was our first game back after a long time. So a small thing that we must remember now is because this time of year always used to be the start of our international season, which it still is. But we now play in the URC. Our rugby schedule and our rugby timetable have changed slightly now. So some of those players do come off a long competition, the URC. And next year it will be even longer with the Heineken Cup. So just bring that into into consideration as well. So from the game, what do we take out of it? Look, I don't think we'll be overconfident again going into the game Saturday at Loftus. We'll be ready for the physical onslaught from the Welsh, which they brought in back on Saturday and go take a hat off again today. And I think we'll be better prepared. Team selection, I'm not sure when you know where we'll go this time around. Will he stay with the same team? Will he bring in some of the, you know, the more experienced players? Who will he play? Where will he play? Will he play Moscow 7? Will he bring in Quacha to start? I thought Risa had eight, a tremendous game. There's also big pressure, or there was a big pressure, for, for him to play Ivan Ruiz from his Stormers. who had an exceptional URC chairman. So there's, there's big selection problems to have for Jacques Nivon Minambo and his, and his management team. So, look, one thing is we won't be overconfident, one thing is we won't be unprepared. and one thing is that we won't underestimate the Walsh and their Packer forwards ever again.
0: Talking about the forwards, uh, the 6 2 split seems to be working for the box. Um, like the call, the listener said, there was a bit of change in the second half. Are you a fan of this 6 2 split on the bench?
1: I'm, on, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Like with Saturday, you, you took a big chance bringing on Willemser or changing Willemser to 10 and have to bring up Billy. That's the only real option that you had with Alton Yankees not fighting. And then again, you brought in not the first uh, choice kicker for, for even for his union. But you know i, I leave that up to the streamoff management team and and Jonathanrada. they obviously know what they're doing, and, and as I said, but't surprised us He surprised me with his goalkeeping. keeping which you know I'm also playing in the back line, so I want to see more backs on the field, so <laughs> I'll go <laughs> yeah. for the, instead of six two I'll go for the for the five three but uh you know it is it is their choice they've, they've done it and they've done it successfully. We've spoken about the bomb squad so many times, and more than likely, also if you go back, that's what won us the World Cup mm-hmm. in 2019. So I'm not sure if they will shy away from that, uh, from that split. Maybe this weekend they will, depending uh, if they give, which another chance at ten.
0: Okay, let's take the last voice note as we wrap up our conversation with Stephane Blanche. Still no-no between Banyana Banyana and Nigeria after 24 minutes of Banyana's opening match at the Women's AFCON in Morocco.
2: Hello, 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 Tabiso. It's Fuisa in Rustenberg. Um, oh, spring Springboks versus Wales, man. It was a very, very tough. I'm not going to take anything away from the Wales team, man. They they planned the game very well. They planned the game very well. They almost caught us by surprise, anyway. But in the second half, bafana bafana, I mean Springboks, they have to show the world that we are the world champions, man. And they came back exactly as the way we were expecting them. It was a tough game, and uh, good luck to the girls, banyana uh, banyana, good luck. You are the only South African national team that matters right now because is for bafana bafana we always depend on you when we're going in the africa cup of nations make us proud girls for all the luck thank you uh, good evening tabby good evening to uh your guest um what did he make of El low uh because i think for me that boy is going to play for the springboks for many years to come uh, he was destined to be a springbok uh, he almost got a try. Um, yeah, I think it was destined to be a springbok. Two. Um, what did he make of Faf de aimless kicking? Because we had this conversation uh, in 2020 where we said he must be dropped. A lot of people felt like he was kicking aimlessly. Uh, we so many, you know, uh, balls being given to Wales easily by South Africa. Um, and uh, yeah. I see that Evan Ross is also likely to make his debut on, on Saturday in Bloom. Hopefully, it will be a packed one in the City of Roses. Thank you. Libra here.
0: Okay, Libra, that's a tough question because Jasper Visser Jasper was also man of the match. What did you make of Elric as uh, Stefan, as well as Faf's aimless kicking, like Libra is saying?
1: Yeah, first of all, Jasper he had a massive handhold mm. up in the stands. So sometimes it's hard to tell in the stands with everybody around you and, and watching the game from far. To, uh, to really cover here, excellent game from from what I could see, and, and yeah, he had a big ball carries. Ruiz, again a top player. He will get his opportunity, not in the distant future. I Have no no doubt about that. And then Fuck the Clags, aimless kicking. The the difference between a good kick, aimless kick, and a, and a bad kick is, is a couple of meters on a on a rugby field, stretching over 100 meters more or less. So um, you know those kicks, if they were if they were better executed, and they will come. Uh, they would have been great kicks. So now people do get frustrated, but it's not so much about the you know, kicking and uh, uh, it's more about the execution of the kick. So I think that was just a little bit not a 100% spot on on, uh, on Saturday. But fast I know you'll work on it. He's an excellent kicker. He's outstanding around the trenches. He had some great defense in there as well, a little terrier on the field. So I have no doubt that his kicking will be spot on come Saturday and the week after.
0: Finally do you expect Wales to give the box the same problem in Plumfontein this Saturday?
1: Look, I think they'll 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 go same same thing about the business. You know, they know that they have to match the box if they want any chance, especially up front to to win that game. They will gain a lot of confidence in that game. But I think if there was one game the Welsh could have won, it would have been the first one. I don't see the box losing on Saturday or the week after. Uh, I don't it doesn't matter which team they choose. I don't see them losing on Saturday. I think they'll tie the series up. And as I said, was one game for the Wolves to win. It was this weekend in Victoria, 18-3 up at halftime. That was a golden opportunity to beat the box in South Africa. And I don't see that happening this weekend in global
0: Okay, great stuff. We hope you're right there, Stefan. But thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure talking to you. And thanks for the insight also. Thanks so much and good night to all the listeners. Always great chatting to you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Former Bok fullback there, Stefan um giving us his thoughts of the 32-29 win at Loftus. He was there and well done to everybody who was there. It was uh, looked like a great vibe there in the um, at Loftus. And I even saw a video um, of after the game now. These Madalas, they're playing their own form of rugby. They're clearly inspired by the boxing Wales. They are hope i'm sure some, some bodies are aching today yeah after those tackles were flying in and it looked like a touch rugby match but they were tackling each other um on, at loftus after the game there uh, so yeah nice good luck to the box in bloomfontein and uh, let's hope that the people will also go and fill up the stadium there